the problem is that like it's so vague and generic they're they're capitalizing or potentially capitalizing on a market of people with insecurity mm-hmm. low self-esteem oh i hate that you know things like that that's that's the part of the social media influencer culture that is is terrifying to me is that whether it's intentional or unintentional to me it doesn't really matter if you're capitalizing on a market of the unsuspecting insecure victim who thinks less of themselves and is using you to make themselves feel better and you're just as much a part of the problem like that that like that can't be okay you know i agree can i piggyback off of that please that little prayer request nugget you just dropped on us <laughs> Because I think people who are trying to be a good influencer on social media and are obviously not good at it, they're probably missing out on something else in life that they could actually be really good at. Oh, my gosh. But they see other people, like, being the influencer, and they're like, oh, that's got to be easy. I just post on social media. Welcome to These Are Words. This episode is all about influence. And Logan, I don't want to talk about my Super Nintendo right now. I just want to talk about the fact that we're trying to do an intro for our podcast that we all know and love. Yeah, so this episode is all about uh, the culture of the influencer in our society and mostly things that uh, we find repulsive about it. But uh, I think we had some healthy conversation about the concept today. Cool. Well, don't listen, and uh, thanks for stopping in. But seriously, <laughs> we want to know what you think about influencers, so let us know. Do you like them? Do you hate them? Do you love them? Are you one of them? Do you sell Cutco? Do you like magazines? I need you to love you. Here we go. Three to nine is a few, right? Correct. Okay. 800 is outside of three to nine. A few hundred. Mm-mm. Not how that okay. works. How many is a couple? Lance is two. two. No, I want to start with this. Lance is just <laughs> mad at me today because he got mad at me the other day, too. I came here to do a podcast, not argue with you. Yeah, people. but Lance, I also came here to be friends, and clearly you didn't. This is how you f- you are friends with people? <laughs> are you saying a few is three or more, or just three to nine? And then what is ten, if that's the case? Ten. I don't know. Desiccate. No. <laughs> no, that's some, po- that's some Pokemon Desiccate. or something. Desk case. Several is what, Several. what you were. That's good. Yeah. So the actual definition of the word few is not many more than one. That's fine. So what about? I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So eight hundred is outside of that. So no, you're not hearing what I'm saying. I said a few. <laughs> yeah. You just hundred. said you were wrong. So so you take take no, hundred, but one, and then there's a few of them. all they said was a few more than one. The, I am still correct. No, because eight hundred is really far away away from one. You're. Yeah, but what's a bunch? Like 15, maybe even 16. No, a bunch only refers to bananas. Okay, first of all, that's not true. It is true. Maybe plantains, I'll give you that. Yeah, okay, there you go. I knew exactly what what you were going to say. (laughs) Then what's a hundred? Hundo. Hundy. (laughs) 
Hana Hana. Benjamin. A Benji. <laughs> a Benji. What's a thousand? Uh, band. Band? It's a Bam. band. Bam. Band. Bam. Hana Band. Hana Band. Hana Band. Hana Band. That's like contraband, 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 contraband. (laughs) alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. (laughs) He doesn't say that in the song. Yeah, it's from a different video. Oh, you guys like Cardi B? Speaking of influencers, oh god, no. The fact that she is involved in any any semblance of politics is despicable. Politics. I didn't know she was involved in politics. Yeah, she got invited to speak. At the, uh, I believe it's the Democratic um, National Convention. Yeah. The DNC. Did you not hear when about did that? that happen? Was nope. that recent? Yeah, that's very oh, okay. recent. By the time we released it, won't well, be recent it'll then. just be a few days ago. Anyway. Nope. Why well, do you how think long, she's How much not is a few? 800? A few. <laughs> In the 800 days when we release this, Cardi B will probably be at least vice president. At least. Why do you think she's think possible. like unqualified or how would you frame it? She's what? And that's why she shouldn't speak at the DNC. Do you want my honest answer? You I want, want my you, podcast answer. I want your podcast honest answer. My podcast your honest, honest podcast answer. answer. Okay. Um, extremely unqualified. Why? Uh, I'm not even saying same I disagree reason why influencers, with you. No, it's the same reason why influencers... Well, she is an influencer. ...aggravate me so much. It's because they speak with their opinion as if it is... God. ...heavier than anyone else's. <laughs> Absolute truth. Yes. But don't you think that the Democratic Convention afforded her that? She didn't choose it. Like, they're the one who's saying that that her opinion is worth something. They yeah, but, okay, so she got involved in... Now, I barely know. I just know about that. But something else happened where, like, she spoke about something in politics first. Like, she put out something, either on social media or something. There's something that she did that was, like, politically driven. And then she got invited. Hmm. So, yes, you're right. I agree. But, like, I'm just telling you, it wasn't, like, out of the blue. They were just like, hey... uh, you should come, like just random person who's never <laughs> been interested in this before. Do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. she like did something, and then they're like, "You should come and speak too." You mean like she was somebody's plus one for speaking? Yeah, I think like so. Someone else was speaking, and I they're think like, it was "Well, John you- John Kerry." <laughs> I heard that they're together. <laughs> John Kerry. Have you guys seen the Key and Peele sketch of the guy that has to follow Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech? <laughs> no. It's no. really funny. That is so funny. He gets up there and he's like, oh, why they put me after that? <laughs> he said, uh, well, he basically said what I was going to say. So, uh, and he just like, d- it just devolves into madness. Just going to piggyback off of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to echo that. I'm going to echo that. Oh, Christian jokes. Good. Hey, send us your prayer request this week. <laughs> no unspokens. They don't count. Oh, they there don't is count. no there is no unspoken to God because he's omniscient. Stop. I know that's a niche joke, but isn't that kind of our niche so far? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like people listening. I want to know if people listening um, grew up in church or didn't grow up in church. So write into us and yeah. we just want to know. So we can either stop saying all of these jokes. It's mostly me. <laughs> it's never going to quit. It we probably get, won't quit. We get thousands, even 
a few responses. Yeah. Like somewhere around 800 maybe. And, and you don't think it I'll would stop? never quit. No. Well, I'm just saying Joe Rogan you, doesn't go around making like you, growing up Catholic jokes. The chances of you quitting those jokes is about the same as me stopping the 800 equals a few joke today. I think 800 can equal a few, but how? I do Explain. want some guidelines. Three to nine. Stop. <laughs> no. Listen, if you take one drumstick. Yeah, that's one. And you say there are a few of them. That's not right. I didn't even finish yet. Yeah, but you just, you, you I'm said. Sa- no, one. I'm saying you, okay, start with one drumstick. Okay. You got have it. one drumstick. I'm there. Now you have a few. Poof. Okay. <laughs> Three. That, however many you have right there is a few, right? Three. So now take 100 drumsticks. That's 100. You're going to make. Now f- you have 300. Now you're going to have a few of that 100. No, that's actually not how that works. So you. First well, I had okay. three. I'm Hang right. On. Hang on. No, no, no. It's not funny anymore. Hang on. This is like 1984 double speed. You're just saying one, I have a few hundred. I went from one to three. And then I went from three to 100. At most, if you just separate all of them, I have 104. Not 100. Not even a few. Can we move on? How Lance, did, is, Lance is tapping his fingers in anger. How did they poof? Like, I want to know the magic behind. It was like a little dust cloud. How they multiply. Some glitter in it. Just, but did you do it? Or did, did you have a genie? Definitely not a genie. Can't say for sure that I did it. It's just some power outside myself. I can't explain. All right, I'm going to leave Lance alone about it because okay, now he's in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Did you Will know that? going to text me later and be like, what did you do to him? Did you know that in Aladdin, that guy at the beginning who sells him the lamp is, was supposed to be the genie? No. I didn't know that, if you're telling the truth. I read that on one of those <laughs> websites where you can't just scroll down and read all 10 stories. You have yeah, to right. hit start slideshow yeah. and then hit next, and there's always like three ads in between, a.k.a. Sucks a in, few man. ads in between. There could be well, anywhere that. between three and nine, and it'd be a few. Sometimes there's more, yeah. Like any anywhere in between there of ads. <laughs> so Cardi B is an influencer. Why why do we hate influencers? I don't know if okay. My definition of influencer might be different. Then so we need to clarify. Let's define it. I like this. I don't think that I would consider her an influencer necessarily. I think she could be, but like I wouldn't so far consider her an influencer. Be, okay, so to okay, go ahead. Define it. My like definition of an influencer is someone who has a large platform, usually involving social media or otherwise, and people will just listen and do whatever these people say with no hesitation, purely based on how popular they are. So Cardi B, by that definition, could be an influencer. I just don't know that she is. Does that make sense? I just don't know anything about her. Yeah. So I, she might be. I don't know. So it's weird to like how I define it is like kind of circumstantial, which is annoying. <laughs> but like <laughs> um, to me, the most subscribed channel on YouTube, PewDiePie. Like, yeah, I guess influencer, but like he doesn't fall in the category that aggravates me he's not annoying i think it's because his come up was like on let's play which 
if you don't know, Let's Play is like this kind of YouTube genre where like somebody will play a game. It was before streaming was like a thing. And you would watch them play it. And it was entertaining for people. And that's kind of how uh, PewDiePie got famous. And now he has other stuff where he does like, you know, Photoshop stuff because he's really good at Photoshop and other types of videos. Um, but to me, influencer is like, honestly, I think it falls under vlogger the most, like somebody who's like just recording their life for the sake of recording their life. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. they're in, they're very wealthy because of the amount of following they have. People watch it and they like it. And that's not really where I get like hung up on it. It's the same as what Lance just said, blindly following their beliefs just because you watch them or whatever. Or you like their, you know, their published life. And that's what's so aggravating to me, that their their opinion beca- becomes, like, Gospel. holistically true. Yeah. 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 The weirdest thing about the whole concept is that it's not necessarily new. Like, the I, the concept of an influencer has kind of always been a thing, but the the rise of social media has just made it, like concentrated yeah i think yeah because there even you could even argue from a political angle that influencer has always been a thing like democrats in the 60s loved john kennedy just because <laughs> they loved him you know and is they, that the same as john f kennedy yes i just skipped the f i like i like it seems a little pretentious like, to we don't me have time too. for that in 2019 i know wheezy f baby john That's kennedy like- well, and I was also raised in a Southern <laughs> Republican home, so I don't know. You were raised what? In a Southern Republican home. We didn't really talk about John F. Kennedy a lot. <laughs> I feel like if you were raised in Southern Republican home, you would include the F as kind of a, a jab at him. John F. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, my god! Like you're mad or something. It's like know. you're a little dyslexic and you forgot to put the F before John. Like F. John Kennedy. <laughs> like F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. What a or jerk. as they say, why dyslexic, does, it's like you're a little. Why Why would someone do that? Why would you put, if you want to go by your middle name, fine. Like, fair enough. But why would you include your first initial? Like H. John Benjamin? Yeah, like, why would you do that? Like, no, I don't call him H. You know, if I met him on the street, I wouldn't say, H, you what's say up, John man? Benjamin. I'm a huge fan of Bob's Burgers. You know, like, why would I do that? Why? What is that? What? Nobody calls him that. I know. Why would? But his like his name on anything is H. John. Uh, what's his name? Benjamin. Benjamin. Well, maybe. Why include the H? Probably just to be funny, knowing not knowing him, but knowing of him. I just in general, anybody that does that thing, doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Me. Yeah, but bottom line, if I saw H. John Benjamin on the street, I would use his full name and I would tell him I'm a fan of the Arby's commercials. <laughs> Right. I know he'd appreciate that. But yeah, so the influencer thing, I think the, the part that just bothers me the most, I don't know if that's true. Okay, let me rephrase. This is the part of it that bothers me the most. It is not the most disparaging part of the influencer culture. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's not it's the, the worst thing part, that bothers me the most. Under your skin yeah. the most. Stories on Instagram. Dude, I can. I don't follow them, but Bree does, and it's just no, like here's the smallest dots yeah. because of how much. Here's the problem. It's not just people with millions of followers. Now, 
people with 300 or 400 followers are like doing think, the same thing. Yes. They yeah. think that they have the ability to do this. And the problem is no one asked for your opinion. No one asked what you ate for breakfast. No one asks what network marketing scheme you're selling today. Like nobody asked you, but if they did, then you should just tell them that'd be great. That, that is social media though. Yeah. That unsolicited this, opinions yes. that, and that's, that's the most confusing thing to me because I can't understand how you could not arrive to the conclusion that no one asked for your opinion. You and know I what I'm saying? About like, something on, why would you do that? I thought about something on this podcast where like we try to share stories instead of opinions. This one's going to be pretty opinion based Yep. because we don't <laughs> want to give unsolicited opinions. However, and people are probably going to turn it off after this. You chose to listen, so you asked for it. So <laughs> <laughs> you you get it. Well, we, that's like, we hate when people do this. But unless we're doing it, then it's your fault. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's exactly right. But that's this just like your fault. Like if you clicked on the story, at this point, you should probably be expecting it, right? Same that's, principle. That's why I think I follow like 200 people. And, it's, and I'm barely on social media anyways. But it, it is that same thing that aggravates Lance gets under my skin so much. Just like, why, first of all, the actual influencer, why are you famous? What do you do? Like, period. Because they most of the time, now there are some that like legitimately do something and then they become very famous on social media because of who they are. Right. Like athletes or artists or whatever. Um <laughs> But then there are people that are famous due to, I think a lot of this, where at least where I draw like frustration, is former viners. They like used to vine all the time, and now that's gone. And so they're just on social media and YouTube. Right. And they have this huge following, but like all they have done is just made like dumb prank videos or just videos that are cheap editing tricks. Like, like would have been on Vine. Yeah, they now are somewhere else, and it now they're sucks too because they're long famous. Yeah, I guess I don't like. I just don't watch it, but it's frustrating that like that's where the entertainment has gone. But I just don't watch the stories because I'm not always on Wi-Fi and I don't have un- unlimited data, mm. so I just don't. I don't have the bandwidth for it. Literally, I don't have the bandwidth for it if I'm not on Wi-Fi. Actually, some I people don't even were... put it in their story. They'll just make a post and be like, "Be your best self today." <laughs> no, <laughs> if I do, it's because I wanted to, not because you told me. I think it bothers me because when I scroll through Instagram <clears throat> and see something like that, the uh, the ambiguity of it. Uh-huh. Oh um, yeah, bothers me the most. It's not yeah. like a real pointed, like specific. Just a vague Nugget charge. Of, yeah. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's just... Um, it's not like when you work out today, do nine tricep pull-downs instead of seven. <laughs> I Wh- think which would be helpful. Which is still a few, but... That's, oh, Jesus. Oh once you get to ten, you know. Yeah. Once you, then it's a, several. it's a bunch. Oh, several, sorry. Yeah. Um, hey, at least y'all are on the same team about it now. <laughs> I don't think we are. <laughs> we are. I'm there with you. So, I'm with you. Like, helpful... Pointed information, I'll take it. Yeah, but okay, so I think that like a lot of it is so cheap. Like it just doesn't 
Like, who's that for, actually? And honestly, like, to go it's back for to the person this posting. is going to get, let's take a left turn here. Um, this is you. I feel this way in this some of the modern churches now. In a waveform. I get, I get hung up on, like, why do churches do this? Because it feels like it's for them. Sometimes it feels as though they do things that they think is cool for them. Now, if it benefits, cool. But like at the end of the day, we thought this was cool. And, I, and it frustrates me. Like it's tough. You mean like it's too much of an insider thing? It feels as though like... Or do you have an example? Because I think all the stuff we've talked about about influencers so far... Um, is like a transferable principle to when people post just a Bible verse, like not even the, yeah. like either either like the words from the Bible verse or just hey Psalm one. So one. where I was going <laughs> with no explanation yeah, for it. Where I was going with all that was to say like why are, why are they doing it? Like influencers, why are they posting these cheap motivational? Because they make big whatever. money. They do. That's fine. But like, who's that for? It's for them. That that's where I was going with all this. Who's huh. if you're posting a Bible verse, who's that for? It's for you. I don't I don't think you can say that that's always true though. Sure, but that's how it feels. <clears throat> oh, okay. Feels. I don't I look think that, I don't look at a Bible verse post and think yeah. like my own brother Nick posts them all the time and so does Corey Henry. Like and I love them to death. I actually do. But, like, it could be a great reminder. Like, it really could. But you think it's more for them? But, like, well, it's tough because, like, now that I'm putting, like, an actual name to it of somebody I personally know. Right. Like, it's tough to think that in their mind they're thinking, this is going to make me feel good about myself. But whenever I have a detached name to person that, like, I don't know and they post something like that, I'm like... Like, is that, like, where, what are you chalking that up to in your mind? Like, are you chalking up to, like, this makes me feel as though I'm doing my part? Because I would bet, I would, like, really be skeptical of doing anything with that. Or are you just like, you know what? If anybody's going to look at my feed, this is what I want on it. And that's fine. That is, like, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just like, that's my main question about like that, like the religious side of it. Yeah. And then back to like influencers, like I really, and I don't know any of them, but like if you're posting like be your best self today, like Lance talked about, like you can't convince me that there's any good motivation out of that. Like, yeah, like it's one thing if you're like, it's a Bible verse, like, yes, that can actually change life. We've seen that change life. But Whenever it's an influencer, be your best self today. Hashtag ad. Like, whatever. Like, you're, you're after money. You're after likes. You're after views. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I just can't get around that, like, who's it for? Only them. If you take the ads out of it, they're probably not doing it. Or if you take the money out of it. So who's it for? Like, mm-hmm. and that's why, and it's definitely not for me. So... I don't know. It's just frustrating. But do you think if you were, like, if you somehow rose to that kind of status on Instagram, like, what would you do differently? Or, like, how would, 
Do you think oh, you wouldn't would be, be enjoying it? It would be a an actual miracle for me to raise the to that level. Okay, of fame miracle on aside, let's say it's happening right now, and I'm just suddenly famous on You're Instagram. I got a million followers, famous, and you don't even come on our podcast anymore because <laughs> at that point it's just me and Lance, and we're like, yeah, we remember the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would I do different? I don't. I don't post the Instagram now. Like I don't. Nothing. So. I don't even know what I would post about. Like right. In its in its essence, I understand like people are like okay, people like me, people want to know what I'm doing. That's what social media does. So I'll just let them into these parts of my life. Hmm. AKA breakfast, lunch and dinner. <laughs> like, you know, like so I get it. Like I get that. But it's the unsolicited I think it would wouldn't bother me nearly as much if that was just it right but it's like the rants about their opinions that like I don't care about and why does yours matter more and now you have this pull over these hundreds of thousands of people mm-hmm. of just a few um that you can now sway one way or another right but why why do you get that why do I? You general. No, he's saying like oh. the, the, the you with millions of followers. Like right. just because. Like what merits that? And, it, and honestly, I don't want that. If I was famous, I do not want that type of sway over people. That's hmm. terrifying to me. I think it'd be cool. Maybe for a day. Yeah. Make a milli. Peace. I just like, I mean, th- maybe this is naive to think, but like. I just feel like if I if I did have that kind of platform and millions of people like just for whatever sick reason cared about like anything that I had to say, like I feel like I'd be pretty responsible with that. Just I have nothing else on that. That was that. <laughs> I just feel, I feel like I could handle that responsibility because like my natural tendency is to, you know, understand all sides of the equation, you mm-hmm. know. And so I'm not a, you guys have known me for long enough to know that I'm not a very like opinionated person on things that are actually, you know, like that matter. Like I think Chick-fil-A is overpriced. That's a battle I'm probably going to lose. Absolutely. Absolutely true. Oh my God. All right, cool. Dude, it went up recently too. (laughs) Great. Good for them. Listen, I I want to rant about this now because I had a $10 gift card. You won't eat there because you know. Not unless somebody else pays for it. Wow. Okay. But Laurel eats there like three times a week. So. Oh dang! I would never she, go. She loves it. Those are two extremes that I would <laughs> never, never go to. Hey, here's the thing. I agree with you about the price, but does Chick Fil A make you all feel just freaking awful after you eat it? Like physically? Not any I think so. different, dude. I might have some food else. allergy or something to like the peanut oil. Peanut I don't know. Peanut oil, yeah. But it like destroys the rest of my day. Like really? low energy. Just want to go take a nap. Dang. The amount of money that I have to spend at Chick-fil-A to get full is the same amount of money I could go <laughs> spend at a sit-down restaurant. So to me, it's just not worth it. Right. But I get it. People like it. That's yeah, fine. but let, let the record state that Lance, although he is small in his... Stature? <laughs> no. Well, I guess. No, overall that's height. size. Yeah, overall size. Like he's not... You're not a big guy. Thank you. But the <laughs> amount of food that you consume... It's is bound ungodly. to catch up with me one day. It's it is ungodly. <laughs> What's going to happen is I'll move away, and we'll talk, 
all the time. And I'll see pictures here and there on social media, whatever, assuming that it doesn't all get taken down. Um, I hope it does. I'm speaking that into existence. There you go. Um, <laughs> and then we'll reconvene. We'll be very old. We'll be alone because that's how things happen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and you'll just be morbidly obese. Mm. And, that, and that's... And we'll all know why. Yeah. And it's because <laughs> of the amount of Chick-fil-A that you have to consume to get full. <laughs> I just hate eating out in general. Like... Fast food <clears throat> because it adds up so quickly. It does add up. Like we were talking about budget before Besides, we started. Recording. Honestly, yeah, okay. Just, yeah. Taco Bell has gone up and it's still like it's still the the most cost efficient, but it has gone up in price. I love Taco Bell. Gosh, it's great. I haven't gotten anything outside of the dollar menu in years. Probably really? half a decade. Be for wow. that very reason. Yeah. Here's the thing about Taco Bell. <laughs> There's not anything outside of the dollar menu that's going to taste that much better than what's on the dollar menu. So why would I spend more money on it? Mexican pizza. Don't at me. I've never had it, and I'm never going to. I'll argue for the quesadilla or the queso burrito. What's it called? Quesarito. Quesarito. Quesarito is really good. Jesus, it's good, but it's not always there. (laughs) Jesus, that's like a seasonal. No, uh, some locations don't have it, but like it's it's always somewhere. Oh, hey, can we can we uh, can we take a quick break to talk about our sponsor? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor. I mean, we've been talking about food, and like our sponsor is some of the greatest food on the entire planet. That is not wrong. Our dear friend, Paul Moody, is is a chef, among other things, and uh, a wonderful man. And he has a new food truck called Lanai Food Truck. And to my knowledge, it is the only Hawaiian cuisine food truck in Knoxville. I'd be willing to bet that that's true. I haven't seen any others. Um there are a lot of great food trucks in Knoxville and uh, Paul's is like got to be right on top of the list. So if you are in the mood for Hawaiian cuisine or like most of us have probably never had it, um, this is a, this is a a must try for you. Uh, I'm still convinced that he just like squirts a little pineapple juice on everything. And it's just normal food. It's normal food with pineapple juice. I told you guys pineapple on Hawaiian food is like, General So's chicken to Chinese food. Right. First of all, right. I really thought that you were going to say if you were in the mood and then say something about Paul Moody. <laughs> I really <laughs> I'm not that clever. Gosh, it's a missed opportunity. It is a missed opportunity. We'll use it next time. Uh, secondly, Paul, where is my food? Because I'm hungry right now. Yeah. So actually, um, he wasn't able to make it happen today, but hope uh, it's possible this coming Tuesday evening he he uh, might be able to bring us some food. So <gasps> we will be able to do a live play-by-play of how freaking delicious. I can't wait for the mouth uh, noises. All the mouth noises. Ugh, we'll tr- we'll try disgusting. to keep the mouth noises to a minimum. Mostly me. Um, sorry. <laughs> Seriously, though, Paul. <laughs> remember when we had just chicken drive biscuits? it over here? Like, why why can you not just bring it every day? Just post it up. <laughs> he's actually he's got a, a lunch thing right now, but. Um, as as at the time of recording, that's a fun thing to say. So, um, but yeah, you can follow Lanai Food Truck on uh, Instagram and check it out on Facebook. It's L A N A I, and um, it's extremely extremely delicious. And Paul, we're very grateful for your uh, sponsorship of this podcast. Pioneer, he is a pioneer. Oh, I thought we were now sponsored also by Pioneer. No, he is a pioneer of all things. Yeah. Pioneer of our sponsor. Paul's, Paul's that pioneer guy. Pioneer Paul- of food trucks. <laughs> He's good at everything he does. And I'm I'm better for it. 
You think so? Yes. He's going to be mad because I just followed the Instagram account just now today. <laughs> Still not followed it. Let, let that be a lesson to all of you. Asher just followed Lanai Food Truck, and so should you. Dang, that food does look good. It is. Then there's Paul. <clears throat> he looks pretty good. So, then there's the food. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there's Paul again. Um, some influencer text on that one. <laughs> Paul. Oh, the family is adorable. That's the next question that we can kind of segue into that's not so angry from me with just my opinions of anger. Is Paul an influencer? Okay. To answer that, I want to read the internet dictionary definition of influencer. A person or thing that influences another. That's it. That's I could have guessed. Just kidding, though. There's a marketing definition. Okay, specific. cool. A person with the ability to influence potential buyers of a product or service by promoting or recommending the items on social media. That's what I'm talking about whenever I say, when I say, <laughs> it's who's it for? Okay. Okay. So here, here's like the, the the base level question is like, that's a thing that people can be good at. You know what I'm saying? Like marketing in general, like you have to you have if you have like the natural ability and charisma to sell a product to someone who may not have ever bought it in the first place, like that is a a that's a position that people pay you money to do you know yeah, that's like a so by definition staff position like, yeah like days. that's already like a thing to me it feels a little icky when the person who is selling the product might not actually believe in what they're selling yeah then that that kind of concerns me with the whole social media influencer is like this person has to maintain like a persona and a reputation that will continue to allow them to make money which is the natural motivator for, you know, any human being. But the problem is that like it's so vague and generic. They're they're capitalizing or potentially capitalizing on a market of people with insecurity, mm-hmm. low self-esteem. Oh, I hate that. You know, things like that. That's that's the part of the social media influencer culture that is is terrifying to me is that whether it's intentional or unintentional, to me it doesn't really matter. If you're capitalizing on a market of the unsuspecting insecure victim who thinks less of themselves and is using you to make themselves feel better and you're just as much a part of the problem, like that that like that can't be okay, you know? I agree. Can I piggyback off of that? Please. That little prayer request nugget you just dropped on us? <laughs> Because I think people who are trying to be a good influencer on social media and are obviously not good at it, they're probably missing out on something else in life that they could actually be really good at. Oh, my gosh. But they see other people like being the influencer, and they're like, oh, that's got to be easy. I just post on social media. Yeah. Yep. And here's I'll, – I'll make this turn. In, in my opinion, the people who are good influencers and make like two hundred fifty grand for doing an ad for somebody, I think they kind of deserve it. Okay. You're sa- you're saying that the person who's doing the ad deserves the money? Yeah. Well, sure, why not? I mean, that's what that's what you No, I'm saying like you pay somebody t- in exchange for goods or services. <laughs> I'm saying I think that a lot of them and there's stuff that we just don't know and probably can't know. Sure. But a lot of people who are influencers for let's say Fire Festival, they do that for a living, and I think to a certain degree they should make that money, but you random person who 
thinks that it's easy, you should try something else. So that's fair. I got a couple things. The disingenuine part that you were just talking about, uh, there is, well, was kind of a little bit of an argument on Twitter about like ads being disingenuine because of hashtag ad um, and people getting angry and being like, they're obviously not backing it because they got to put a hashtag ad on it. So that people know, like, hey, this isn't actually me. They actually legally have to do that now. Yeah, it's an FTC requirement that if you're going to endorse something, you have to put a uh, hashtag ad, um, which kind of I think is right. I think that if I I want to know if they're being paid, I want to know. Right. Um, Like, or just, you know, paid, like, or supported or whatever. Um, I just want to know if they're if they're behind it or not now. So I'll pull them out by name. So Dr. Lupo, who is a Twitch streamer, I'll watch him a lot just because he's really good. Um, for some reason, whenever he puts hashtag ad on everything that is an ad and he's always said like on his streams, like just so you know, I will not take a sponsorship of something that I won't like, like actually use back. So like you can take that with like, I'm supporting it even if they weren't paying me. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if that happens all the time. I want to believe it does, but mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm sure it doesn't. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of something I wanted to throw in there. Yeah. Um, and I, that that's probably uh, just a quick story. Like that's a great example of an influencer, like kind of going about it the right way and being honest because that coffee company that he endorses, mm-hmm. I think it's called King's Coast or something like he that. He has his own blend. Dude, well, I, I looked in, I, I saw his ad, and because I, he seems like a respectable and trustworthy human being, and I love coffee, so mm-hmm. I clicked on the link. I like looked up, like read about this company. It's like an awesome company. They're like super charitable and like doing really cool things, yeah. and I was like, I'm in. This is great. Yeah, that's you know? cool. And, like yeah. that's, a, that's, that's how it should be. <laughs> yeah, I want his blend really badly because he says it's great, but obviously it's like the Dr. Lupo blend, so he's going to say that. <laughs> There's like that push and pull. Like, yeah, I trust him you, behind, to back the company. I bet it's good, how's good. How good is his blend? Because yeah. his his taste may be pretty off. Oh, yeah. What if it's wrong? terrible? It may be. Who knows? But, um, and then, okay, so the second part uh, that I was going to say that's kind of unrelated, but um, I think that the position of influencer has always existed, like Lance has said, with like politicians or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like the frustration of unsolicited opinions has also always existed in the form of salesmen. And it's the same. It's it's the same principle of getting a knock at six thirty PM at the door and there's a guy who's like selling a vacuum. Buy this, and and now it's just on your phone. That's mm. that's how I feel. It just feel like it's transitioned. The market's changed. I feel it's like I'm broader. Always, I'm always being yelled at on, on yeah. social media. It's like ah, yeah, too much. Right. Stop. I just and that's how I equate it to it, or why, I, or what? Wow. Yeah. What I equate it to is just them yelling at us. Buy this. And then also, here's my breakfast. <laughs> and just to, just to be clear, I don't think that you can definitively say selling a product that you don't believe in is wrong. 
because I, I, I don't know if you can even really twist that into a question of morality. But I do think that there's something to be said for actually being involved with something that you believe in versus something that you don't. And we've talked about this when we've talked about Cutco, which was a, a hilarious chapter of my life. But I straight up told people up front that I didn't care <laughs> if they bought the products. And like, honestly, my pitch was like, these knives are honestly actually good. And I can't believe that they are that good. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you buy any. I get paid if you let me show them to you. Right. And if you do buy some, then we both win. In either way, I win. Just like I straight up verbatim said that to people in so many words, and I they were happy to let me, you know, sit down and show them the knives. And some people did buy them. Yeah. I got a problem with that, and it's not the part that you think. It's that you can't say verbatim told them that in so many words. That's like me being like the concept was verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm convinced that you said it that way every time. How in many so appointments many did you do? I don't remember. Like Twenty. I mean, it was probably it was really actually very close to that because I was sat in on one of them. I was at Bobby's house and you came and yeah, that's right. And uh, did they it was buy like some? he opened it. No, I don't it. think so. And no, what whenever he would try to set up the meeting, he would say, "Listen," because he did it with friends and family. Yeah, and that was like the whole. That's who you pray on how first. Big, how big is your fa- <laughs> friends and family? And then that's how much money you can make. Um, and it was pretty much. T- tell me if I'm wrong. If I was trying to get Asher to agree to let me come, you would say, can I come to your house? In its essence, can I come to your house, talk to you about this for like 15 minutes, and then I can either leave or we can hang out right after. It's a good pitch right In there. In its essence. Yeah. And Asher, being Lane's friend, would say, yeah. Nope. <laughs> Not <laughs> on Friday. No thanks. Not on Friday. Let's try Tuesday. And he would say, uh, yes, Lance would come over and then open it with, I don't care if you ever buy this. It's pretty much you coming to hang out and being like, hey, I've got this stuff in the car. You can buy the knives if you want them. If not, that's fine. I don't care. Let's hang out. And then it was up to Asher. You threw everything in Asher's court, and then Asher was stuck with it until you left. <laughs> and honestly, I think the people that did buy stuff, it made them feel like, like less obligated to do so, and more people probably bought stuff. I would agree, yes, if... Because if people thought that I was coming over solely with the intention of selling them something, I think most of the people that I know are probably less likely to buy anything. Yeah, there's a pressure there. And there's a... uh, (laughs) Aggravation that you're even there. (laughs) Yes, I would agree wholeheartedly with that word. Listen, is there still a Cutco office in Knoxville? Probably. I think we should go. I I got um we should do an investigation. Listen, you, you know, like we should the, investigate, but we should try and get a sponsorship because we have talked about cut going oh so many gosh, episodes. We really should. Listen, but they'll I listen actually, to our content and be like bad. <laughs> no, they won't. They'll be like, oh, we'll do whatever to make money. Send somebody in a suit to my house, like with a butcher knife. But I've used them Buy every it. day. I Buy have, it or I'll kill you with it. I've yeah. used them every day for like the past five years. You still have them? Yeah. I didn't know you had Cutco knives. Dude, they're phenomenal. That's what I'm saying. They're actually good knives. I'm so aggravated at this. The first time that I house sat for you, Bree came over and we cooked. Yeah. And I, whenever you got back, I complimented how nice your kitchen was. And I said, those knives oh, no. are so sharp. What I did love I say? them. You didn't tell me they're Cutco. You just told me, thanks. We hardly use it. I probably told them they were Hinkles. <laughs> 
I don't know what that it's means. It's a Cutco competitor that we oh. were supposed to talk about during the pitch. <laughs> Are they the ones with the wooden handles? I don't know. That's they, just aggravating they, no, no. that I was like very impressed by the knives and didn't know they were Cutco. <laughs> I knew they were Cutco. Somewhere in my mind, I would have convinced myself they were bad. You know the, That's so funny. You know the, like, the, you know the text or the phone call that you get when somebody like refers you or whatever? No, you remember not, that? not yes, really. I, I got, don't remember I it. got one. Or I got a few, actually. Yeah, well, I, I got, like, recommended by somebody, uh, like, three years ago. After I'd already worked for the company, like, three years before that. <laughs> I feel like you told us also said that on the podcast point. before. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess I should just quit. <laughs> You're out of stories, Lance. <laughs> I ran out of stuff your, to say. Go no, like, more live. It took me almost 25 years to run out of things <laughs> to say. We should seriously go and then just do a podcast about our experience trying to, <laughs> like, go to the Cutco <laughs> office and... Be like, oh, I remember when I sold these. <laughs> that 12 so, years ago. I don't want to go back there. Where it, I just picture that their office is like in an almost abandoned. It's like a, uh, it's like building. a, it's over off of paper mill. It's like a, a multiple, See, multi-business office where like yeah. 12 companies you office out of the of same. Right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I feel like they're in a, one of those buildings that's nearly empty. Dude, how many people do you think have been stabbed? Like with cut in a knives? Cutco office, mm. and they <laughs> covered it up. See, this is what we need to investigate. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think, that dude. Oh, countless. At least a few. Is this going to be the episode that we ask them to listen to to decide if they want to sponsor? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, if they have nothing to hide, they have nothing to hide. That's right. Yes. Does uh, does Cutco salesmen qualify as influencers? Maybe I, like somebody who's like, like top salesman, but not just any given salesman. Because I I went to. Did you go to like one of the conference things they did? I went to two of them. Yeah, so I went to one. They were oh buck wild. One of the guys that spoke at the time, he was like twenty three, twenty two, maybe, and he like that year, that calendar year before the conference, he made ninety thousand dollars just setting up his own appointments and selling knives. Dang! And he spoke is... and was like. Anyone can do this if you believe in yourself. Like it was like, oh <laughs> come like, on! You're like, I believe. So it's <laughs> literally the same as like Advocare, yes, Isogenics. Yes, it's yeah, it's all that. It's all a, it's a pyramid. It's but it's not like a pyramid scheme because you can't like sign people up underneath you. It's just you, which I, actually is almost worse. I thought because you could pyramid sign scheme. People up if you get people, I don't think so. I thought that if you went like if you recommend, oh no, Lance, you could, and then I went, like, you, you could. totally get could. commission off me. Yes, it yeah. does work. Like I so forgot, it is you exactly a pyramid. Scheme. It is a pyramid scheme. Um, I just forgot. Yeah, that's how those that's how those people make that much money is getting other people involved. That's, yeah, that wasn't ever underneath anybody, so I don't know how that worked. Whoever whoever you, um, I guess whoever like recommended me got commission from you. It was Spencer Prieto. Then he got commission off you. Oh, well, good. Hope he's doing well. <laughs> He's probably that guy <laughs> at the conference now being like <laughs> you he was there this. with me at the conference. Yeah, they had some nice suits. I will say that. Didn't notice back then because I didn't care, but right. you know now. Yeah. I heard that those conferences were just an excuse for like people yeah. to just go drink. Yeah, I think I told you that That's because every everybody got drunk. Oh no, my, my boss was like gone. Like, didn't see her for, like, 24 hours. Wait, how are you going to say, I don't think I'm under anybody, but have a boss? No, no, sorry. I meant, like, in the pyramid scheme situation. like Oh, like a coach or whatever. Lance, yeah. would think, you were thinking he was just, like, boss and then employees, quote-unquote. Right. 
But if you sign somebody up, that person's technically under you, yeah, commission-wise. I, I don't remember that at all. For like 3% or something. Yeah. Something small, but you know, if you have enough people, you never have to work a day in your life. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> That's probably why that guy does those conferences. I, I do want to say this. I, I don't actually have an issue with the concept of a pyramid scheme. Just want to throw that out there. I I think it comes down to the how genuine people are about it. I like, hey, this agree. is how the business works. The, yeah. Just say that up front. You're good. It goes right back to where what we've been talking about, the unsolicited posts about this is my progress in just 19 years of this product. <laughs> like, if you want to share a picture of like your body transformation after using a product to celebrate the accomplishment that you've made, totally do fine. it. Great. Do it. But if you're only doing it to sell something else, eh. I don't, I don't care for it. Personally, here's, here's, I don't support that so much. <laughs> here's my problem, ultimately, with pyramid schemes. As a business concept, it's, it's fine. I mean, I don't have any issues with it. My problem with companies that abide to a pyramid scheme, if you can't afford to buy the products without also selling them, then screw off. True. Like, that sucks. Because, like, the Isogenics products... Like with, I know tons of people that use isogenics. My parents have been using isogenics for like eight years. Like this stuff is good. Like it actually does what it says it's going to do. And I've seen it like with my own eyes. Man, and here's I, the difference too. I've never heard about it from your parents. I've yeah, been around your because parents they're not jerks about it. Since they've been doing isogenics <laughs> yeah. and they're never peddling it. That's Sorry, all I'm saying. I interrupted you. No, it's okay. But like I would love to use those products. And I, at this point in my life, married in a house, I'm almost 25, I still can't afford to buy any of them. Yeah. At all. And expensive. I know, and I won't sell them to people because I just don't want to. Right. (laughs) I don't care. Well, you're good at other things, too, and you might be good at that, but, you know, maybe you're... This is just back to my point from earlier. Like, maybe you're thriving in your position at a company or selling Cutco instead of Isogenics. Like, I'm a whatever. horrible salesman. Horrible. I think I'd be better at it now, but I was really bad back yeah, then. I'm awful. So awkward. Weird? Is it weird that I feel I feel like I could do it well, but really don't want to? No, I get that. This is why I want to try it again. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Hashtag side hustle. Oh, gosh. Or just hustle. Okay, also, here's another thing, and, and this, this is just a small thing. If you work for a pyramid scheme company and you sell their products, you do not own your own business. No. That, you do not. You that, are not a business owner. That, actually, that is an insult to anyone who has ever owned a business. They actually, and God like, help you. You can't put that down on any tax forms. No, like, of course not. not. But you can put it on social media because there's no freaking rules. You can't put down that you're a business. You can put down that you're a sole proprietor. That is true. You can't do that. But I don't consider that a business. It's just your name. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's just you doing your taxes. <laughs> yeah, you make money from this thing. You don't own a business. Ugh. Oh man. I don't like being angry. Let's talk about something else. You feel right. angry about it? <laughs> I yes. Think we got all this out. We've had some... <laughs> I think so too. Let me just ask you one more hypothetical question. Okay. If someone came up to you and you trusted this person, and let's say like this would actually happen, what they're about to say. False. I trust no one. Shut your mouth. All you have to do, Lance and Logan, is post 10 times a day about stuff that you're already doing and you'll make a bunch of money doing it. Would you do it? 
I'd block everyone that follows me and then do it. <laughs> ten times per day. You have to post ten times per day. That's I don't honestly, even have that many things that I do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think influencers, to a degree, earn the money that they make. You're saying that they're they're actually doing all of these things so that so they, in turn, they just for deserve. I'm I'm saying crafting that much content is hard. That's fair. And I'm not saying I like influencers. I just want to recognize that they put in time to do it. Yeah, I think after everything we've talked about, what it boils down to for me is that if you a person who has influence is that's not a problem. Yeah. In any like form or fashion. A person who has influence for no reason and their job is to continue having influence, that is disgusting. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, if you take like Bono, like he has influence because he has had a successful career and he's all been involved in lots of things and, you know, he's done charitable works and Africa and with AIDS organizations and fighting that and stuff like that. Like he has influence. Great. If you don't like him, you don't have to. It doesn't matter. But his job is not to continue reigning with that influence. You know, like mm-hmm. he just has it because he's worked for it. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's sort of. That's where <laughs> my aggravation comes from is like, what did you do? Like besides make vines. I don't care. But making vines takes a lot of time. I don't care. But why not? Because it's not it, it, like it's not anything. They're mm-hmm. not creating anything. They're creating something entertaining for the American public, worldwide public, really. Mm. I'm being super devil's advocate here. Yeah, like I don't care but that he much. But he doesn't actually agree with anything he's saying. You're an influencer. Stop. I am an influencer. I don't know though. I, I'm about I, to become an influencer. You're going to see. I don't I'm think not that gonna... I have an issue with like creating content that's funny or entertaining as like, like that's not to all me. All of these, all of these people do something. Yes. Uh, the people that you're talking about this, like their, their job is to re- like maintain influencer. They all make YouTube videos or do something. I'm so saying you it's, can't I'm be saying, both sides. No, I'm, I'm saying it's the people who are just, like, you know, people who used to be Vine famous and now they don't have anything else to do, so they're just taking videos of them, like, living their life. Like, that's weird. That, that's who I'm also talking I, about. But I'm saying people who create, like, you know, the Smosh guys. Yeah, like, that's not... That's, their job is to create funny and entertaining content, and they do have a lot of influence because of what they've been able to do with that. Personally, that's fine with I me. don't even know if I even... In my head, they don't even come to mind as an influencer. I get it. They are. But That's like, what I'm saying. I think the people who naturally should be an influencer are not having to call themselves that. Right. That's probably one of the biggest distinguishing, you know, marks of if you if you're like if you're like bio on social media includes the word influencer, then eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying it. That's, whatever whatever it is you're selling, I'm not buying it. If you have to call yourself an influencer, no thanks. Yeah. All I'm saying is they're working. I'm glad are they're they? working. This is America. Are they? I don't <laughs> I don't know if they are. They're doing something. Something that I'm not doing. So 
Who am you I? You might not consider it work, but they're spending time creating something. That's true. All right, it's my mission to become an influencer. I'm just going to go to the mall and buy everything from Supreme. <laughs> What's Supreme? It's a brand. going to go to Zoomies. Uh, I'm going to go to Zoomies. Buy a bunch of, of Supreme stuff. I'm going to buy everything buy from Sephora. I can't ride. And put on my face and take pictures of my face. <laughs> Putting right. on your face takes a long time. What if Asher was one of those men that did makeup tutorials? That'd be amazing. Dude, some of those guys are great at it. Sure, that's fine, but I want you to be great at it. There's a I want to be great at there's it. There's a guy on YouTube who his name is James Charles, and he's like insanely famous <clears throat> for doing makeup and stuff. Mm-hmm. Laura watches his videos like every day. He's a part of the problem. But he's incredibly good at it. I, that's fine. He's just a part of the problem because I find him annoying. Bree watches him too. <laughs> I find those videos, and I've only seen like three, but they're extremely entertaining to me and relaxing. The makeup tutorials? Yeah. She oh. watch okay, so whenever like she's getting ready in the morning, she'll watch um true com videos and no joke, dude, those are so entertaining. They're so interesting. True crime. These people will like just pretty much do a bunch of research and then make a YouTube video about these like stories. Um, just like, you know, murder mystery or, you know, missing people, whatever. Mm. And they're really entertaining. So, yeah, like true crime, but, like, it's just, like, one-offs. So they're just, like, they're not as big. Like, they're not, like, the serial or, Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They just are, like, these people went missing. There's a lot of weird stuff around it. Here's my opinion. What's yours? Right. And then next video. And it's just really Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. And it, it probably does help at least raise some awareness and get, like, because I think that, like, podcasting true crime has created this new avenue of, like, um, helping solve crimes without yeah. getting in the way of the investigation. <clears throat> or if it's a cold case, then kind of rekindling the light yeah, for Payne, investigation. Payne Lindsay with Up and Vanished. Yeah. So do you think he did work to get where he is today? Are you kidding? Yes. Some, well, some people would say he just went and talked to people. There's so much more than that. I'm just, I know, There's I'm just giving you the other side of that. I get the it, argument. but that's not the same. I don't it's know why I'm trying to convince same. you. <laughs> I don't care that much. I know you don't. I just don't like that you think differently than me. And that's the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes is a joke. Jeez. All right. Thank <clears throat> you. Um, In closing, we're all going to vote today. for Cardi B. E. No. No. I won't. Just I won't get, do that. get back to thanking everybody. We that was a, a better bit. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Anyways, you were going to close the slogan? <laughs> yeah. So thanks um, to. Paul again. That that dude is a national treasure, and the nation just doesn't know it yet. Mm. Um, but seriously, Paul, thank you. You are great. Lanai food truck, check it out. I had I've not had any of his food besides not from Lanai. I've had other stuff of his food, but besides that donut, and my God, that is amazing. Yeah. Great donut. Yeah, I can't remember what they're called. It's like a it's like a Portuguese something. You said it was a Portuguese donut, but it's like in Hawaii, it's like something you can just go get like anywhere. Yeah, and it's like their version of a donut, and it's really freaking good. Yeah, actually, quick great. quick story. When Laurel was in school in Hawaii, she was in elementary school, and she didn't have enough money that day to get um. It's called a malasada. That's what it's called. It's like a donut. A malasada. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so she didn't have enough money to get one that day, and she really wanted one. And she had a she had a silver dollar in her backpack, <laughs> and she used it to buy a donut. And the person that she was it was like you know helping her whatever. She was like, "Are you sure you want to like use this? Like this is like special." And Laurel's like, "I want a donut." <laughs> she's not changed she got literally no not she hasn't she would do the same thing tomorrow and i was like <laughs> babe do you, know, do you know like why it would be weird for you to use that <laughs> she was like no <laughs> that's like, so funny that matter now it's funny dude i just so, want to reference like something you could probably tell laurel is just to look up the beatitudes <laughs> beatitudes jeez um, yeah, Paul's, uh, his food truck calendar is on his Facebook page and there's a link in the Instagram bio. So go check it out, go get some delicious food and, uh, yeah. Anything else we need to Yeah. We'll, we'll keep about? everyone updated on events coming up or places that he'll be with the food truck where people can just kind of come up and buy things. Um, he does do that, right? Cause I know he, he does a lot of catering, but. Oh yeah, no, he's like, <clears throat> yeah, you can, wherever he, his truck is, you can just go and yeah. order it and eat it. It's yeah, delicious. absolutely. And I know that this is a specific to Knoxville thing, uh, which is cool at the moment because a lot of our listeners are in Knoxville. So if you're hearing this, go but check out. if you're out. outside of Knoxville, it's on you to get Lanai get here. to branch out. It honestly would be worth it. Or just the come trip. to Knoxville. Knoxville's cool. We'll hang out with you. Yeah. Let us know. We'll hang out with you. All right. We're not going to have you on the podcast, but... I think I'm sick that day. <laughs> Classic. I want to meet new people. Oh, I've met okay. enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Night Colors, doesn't thank mean you anything. for allowing us to use your awesome song, Magazines. I freaked out for a you second. You should just leave, the <laughs> just leave it there. Just leave it there. Magazines? <laughs> Be out of dudes. <laughs> no, it's magazines. Night yeah. Colors is awesome. Yeah, they're, they, are. they are playing in Knoxville February 14th. It's, it's Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day show. So take your lady there. Hey-o. Take your man there. Smooch a little bit. Or take them both. Yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> what? Wait. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> All right, then. Oh, hey, and also check us out. <laughs> Anyone still listening up after all this dead space? Um, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Like, subscribe, give us a five star review. Please. Tell us what you like about it. Yep, it's very helpful to us in small but tangible ways. To us, to us. <laughs> I need you to love you.